If you're a dancer who's looking to lose weight, then you need to watch this video. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist helping dancers build a more supportive relationship with both their plate and their body. The desire to want to lose weight is at the forefront of most dancers' minds. In fact, it's at the forefront of our culture because weight loss in comparison to weight gain is something that's extremely glorified and even idolized whether or not you feel like you should or shouldn't lose weight. Now here's the thing, I'm a non-diet dietitian. I'm also a certified specialist in intuitive eating and a health at every size clinician. Very often when I'm asked by a dancer, can I help them lose X amount of pounds in X amount of time? I say, well, my work isn't going to be putting you on a weight loss diet. It's not what I do. That being said, I've worked with dancers who lose weight, but there's a very specific reason why. As a registered dietitian for dancers, much of everything I do is centered around helping them build non-restrictive, but rather sustainable habits around food. When any clinician is setting forth a weight loss diet plan, that plan is going to involve either a calorie restriction and or several food restrictions. This of course makes up the basis for all of diet and wellness culture because within these cultures, the weight normative approach is of course followed. The weight normative approach essentially means that in order to achieve health, someone needs to be of a specific size and or body weight. Now this is in comparison to the health at every size paradigm, where after years of sufficient research, we now know that one can achieve health at every size. Instead of falling into a very tunneled vision of what health actually looks like. So what do I think about dancers who want to lose weight? Well, I completely understand the desire. It's extremely valid given our culture, but partaking in behaviors that promote weight loss will more than likely lead a dancer to very unsustainable habits around food and of course movement. Every dancer is entitled to body autonomy. It will never be my place to convince a dancer to not want weight loss, especially with the privileges that I hold as a thin-bodied white dietitian. But I also have an ethical duty as a clinician. And that means when it comes to my education with dancers, that work is going to be to utilize evidence-based approaches to promote sustainable habits. As a dietitian, it is my ethical duty to educate dancers about the hard facts of systemic fat phobia and of course the negative consequences involved in both dieting and exhaustive exercise routines. This is especially true when we know that weight loss does not equate to better health and long-term or what diet and wellness culture might define as successful weight loss stories are often, if not always, partaking extremely disordered eating habits, if not diagnosed with an eating disorder. And last, the long-term negative consequences that we see from weight cycling and yo-yo dieting completely outweigh any suspected pros of the behaviors themselves that are promoting weight loss. So when weight loss and behaviors to get there 
are our priority. Even as we go about those lifestyle changes, we risk short-term habits like restrictive dieting that lead to long-term consequences, such as impaired bone health. The bottom line, these habits leave us tired, exhausted, drained both mentally and physically, and for dancers especially, burnt out and injured. You might also experience more often than not those instances of eating to a point past physical comfort or, for example, overeating, especially if you are partaking in those restrictive eating habits for the promotion of weight loss. But despite the level of control or, in the words of dieting wellness culture, willpower, you feel you might need to attain any one specific number on the scale or, of course, body size or body shape, the truth is our genetics play an extremely large role in our body's weight, shape, and size. And we also see that when compared to diet and lifestyle, social determinants of health, I'm gonna describe what this entails soon, have a greater impact on any of our degrees of health. So what are the social determinants of health? This involves access, access to nourishing foods, access to quality education, access to quality medical care. The bottom line, accessibility plays a way larger impact on our degree of health and of course on our body's weight, shape, and size than do behaviors relating to diet and lifestyle. So let's get back to the conversation on weight. What is a healthy weight for a dancer? Well, first things first, I want you to understand what set point weight theory is. Set point weight is essentially a range where our bodies feel most comfortable at. The best way to think about your set point weight range is a weight that your body maintains, especially as you hit your adult years, without the use of either restrictive eating behaviors or exhaustive exercise routines. So whether or not you like that range, that's a whole nother question to consider. But that range that you can maintain without turning to restrictive food rules, restrictive eating plans, and of course, exhaustive exercise routines, that's gonna be your set point weight range. And it's the weight where your body feels most comfortable in navigating throughout its day without overwhelming thoughts around food, with adequate amounts of energy to get you through and to get you through intense dance schedules. When you're at your set point weight, you're not micromanaging that number on the scale. In fact, you're likely not even feeling the need to measure or track that number on the scale. You're also maintaining a weight within a range, not focused on any one given number. You're honoring hunger and fullness cues in a way that feels good and leaving you feeling physically comfortable, both after your meals and snacks and of course, even throughout your day. You're not experiencing that chronic non-feeling of hunger as you navigate through your day. And last, you're likely at your set point weight if you're an adult who is also partaking in a comfortable level of movement. Now, of course, for dancers, this is likely more movement than the average person, and that's totally fine, but you're able to partake in this amount of movement without feeling extremely drained, constantly fatigued, and of course, on the brink of burnout. Another major way to identify whether or not you're at your set point weight is if you are experiencing any of the negative complications of relative energy deficiency in sport, you can check out some of the complications here, but I also have an entire video that dives more into this topic. For the dancers who are considering weight loss, I want to shift your perspective. What else can we focus on to help in the success of our performance and our health? Well, for starters, it's developing sustainable habits especially as they relate to your food choices.
and your dance schedule. Now, I know that I am coming from a very privileged place, especially as it relates to body ideals, but I've worked with many dancers since achieving licensure as a registered dietitian nutritionist back in 2013. And I have seen so many dancers with so many different body types find true success in their careers as dancers of all different styles, yes, including classical ballet. And you know what? It happens most often when dancers are fueling their body and their energy needs and striving for environments that support them for who they are, not for any one type of body ideal that's going to be extremely unrealistic and unsupportive for them to attain. So when a dancer comes to me wanting weight loss, do I turn them away? Absolutely not. We work on building supportive habits. Do they lose weight? It depends. If they're coming from a background where they've experienced a cycle of feeling extremely in control around their food choices, but then feeling very out of control around their food choices, and more often than not, feeling like they've overeaten at meals and snacks, these dancers very well might experience weight loss, especially as we work towards appetite regulation, something that much of the Healthy Dancer program that I've designed is built upon. Other dancers, they might maintain their weights, especially if they've come from a background that doesn't involve restrictive eating. And I even have dancers who will gain weight, especially if weight gain is the goal in order for their body to have the stores it needs to support them metabolically and physically. So in short, will dancers lose weight if working with me? They might, they might maintain weight, they might gain weight. It depends on what their body needs to achieve that set point weight range. If you're struggling to identify what that range is for you, then I highly encourage you consider my program, The Healthy Dancer, because this is exactly what we work to identify so that you can eventually find that weight where your body feels most comfortable. It's taking you into your dance career with energy, with a decreased risk of injury, a decreased risk of burnout, mindset focus, and so many more incredible benefits. The bottom line, here's what I want to guarantee you. Finding the support you need from a registered dietitian nutritionist who is specifically also certified in the intuitive eating approach will equip you with lifestyle habits that are sustainable and that are going to promote a career that is not only injury-free, but one that keeps you feeling the joy you once sparked when you first started dancing. Thank you.